Hello and welcome to the show. I am your host, Lucas Miles. Good to be back with you. I know this summer we talked about the spectacle that you will find at Sight and Sound Theater in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. True story. I'm actually planning right now a trip there with my wife to see the show Jesus. It's incredible. That good. Can't wait to go back a second time. But for all of our new listeners out there, if maybe you haven't heard that episode yet, The Sight and Sound Theater has been around for over 40 years, bringing in nearly 1.5 million attendees each year. Today, you're going to get to hear from Sight and Sound CEO Matt Neff, who is currently living out the American dream. We'll talk about that. After the break, we'll also hear from the corporate communications manager, Katie Miller, whose grandparents actually founded the Sight and Sound Theater four decades ago. I'm so encouraged to see, you know, honestly, how all of these years later, the Sight and Sound staff are still dedicated to telling the story of the gospel in the most effective, modern, and impactful way. This theater is so unique, and the shows are so spectacular. I'm telling you, you have to go buy a ticket and see it yourself. You can go on their website right now, sight-sound.com to purchase your tickets before they sell out. And also, if you love theater, and maybe you've always wanted to take acting or stage management classes, our sponsor, GCU, Grand Canyon University, offers the perfect blend of practical and curriculum-based learning to create a well-rounded arts student. Also, did you know that GCU students working towards their BA in theater and drama have an opportunity to produce and perform in their own productions? That's something I did a lot when I was younger, and now I'm making Hollywood films. Wouldn't you know it? Maybe this is your opportunity. I think this is an amazing experience, and I personally can't think of a better way to really enhance your theatrical knowledge more than producing your own shows. So whether you're just captivated by the arts and you need to take some classes for interest's sake, or if you're looking to enhance your current career, I encourage you to visit gcu.edu today to see what they have to offer. You may even be at the point where you're looking at maybe a complete career change, and you've decided to follow that particular dream of yours, you know the one that's been tapping you on your shoulder saying, hey, give me a try. See, in addition to their amazing arts program, GCU also offers 200-plus academic programs, including over 150 online programs. So make sure and check them out and apply now at gcu.edu. Information about graduation rates, median debt from students completing the program is available at gcu.edu slash disclosures. And now here is our guest. Matt, welcome to the Lucas Miles show. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. This place is incredible. I had no idea. I've interviewed some of your team in the past, Awesome! but I just saw my first show and now I understand. (laughs) Good. How long have you been part of Sight & Sound? So I've been part of Sight & Sound officially as an employee for 23 years. Okay. Uh, Grew up as a kid coming here. Once a year, my grandma would bring all the grandkids. And that was back when we had one small theater down the street, the original theater. And so it's always been on my radar and something I was interested in. But then finally having the opportunity, actually when I was still a senior in high school, 
to work here was uh, was kind of a dream come true. I guess. So you started when you were senior in high school working uh-huh. here. What was your yeah. first job? Stage technician. Okay. So moving the sets, the props, operating effects. And I did that for one show and then was a groundskeeper for the summer, then left for Bible school. And all I knew when I was done with Bible school is I want to be back at Sight and Sound. I love what we get to do. Yeah. It's a really unique way to bring the Bible to life. So we have groundskeeper to CEO story here. <laughs> Absolutely. The, that's, I mean, that's like got American dream written all over it. <laughs> well, it's very sight and sound. Like we're, we do a lot of that. Like we're very homegrown, I guess you yeah. could say. And kind of like you were talking earlier a little bit about your story, just that idea of like, oh, we can probably figure out a way to do that. How hard can it be? Right. Right. Let's try it. Talk to us a little bit about the operation because, you know, there might be people watching this or listening to this that. Yeah you know, they don't have a full scope of what happens here. Sure. And let me just establish this, you know, from the front end, and I, hopefully this isn't offensive, but Christian media doesn't always have the best reputation. Unfortunately, you know, yeah. I didn't know what to expect the first mm-hmm. you know, time when I saw a show with you guys. It's not what anybody thinks it's going to be. Right. So, um, you know, kind of establish a little bit of what is Sight and Sound? What do you guys do? Yeah. So what we really get to do when you boil it down as we see it is we simply get to bring the Bible to life. And we get to do that in a really unique way, primarily on stage, by taking these stories that have been changing lives for thousands of years and just telling them again in an epic fashion. And the goal is to do it as realistically as possible, as creatively as possible, and with the most excellence that we can possibly pour into it. Because we love to see people get caught in the heart of the story. And we see when that happens, walls come down, ears are open, eyes are open to see the truth of what God's Word is. And go, oh, wow, I never thought of that. I never realized Moses, you know, he would have had to deal with maybe some identity issues because of being taken from his family and then growing up as in the palace and then committing murder. And then God calls him when he's 80 in the desert. I mean, these are real people yeah. that live these stories. So we're pretty passionate about the opportunity to tell them in a way that people can be brought back in time, if you will, and experience what that might have been like. Has the the technology component that you guys utilize has that always been a at the forefront of Sight and Sound? Yes, very much. Um, now, if you were to look back, go back to 1976 and see a show today, you'd be like, wow, that's okay. But back then, at the time, it was cutting edge. And we would just find, Projectors ways, to, and yeah, things. Just find ways to make stuff work, you know, find ways to blend large, multiple slide projectors into one image. That was pretty unique, cutting edge stuff in 1976. Um, today, of course, that's taken leaps and bounds. But from day one, that's been part of the heart of our founders has been, how can we most effectively impact people with the gospel? And so there's just been this constant push. So we tend to live on the bleeding edge of technology, I'd, I'd say. Um, and that's okay. That's part of part of our DNA is yeah. we want to keep pushing the envelope for how much more impactful can the story be. You know, I as I was watching this last night, I, you know, I'm watching as a participant in the crowd. I'm watching kind of with my producer hat on looking at how you guys do everything. I'm also watching, I'll use this term lightly for myself, but as a journalist and looking at the reactions of the people in the crowd. Mm. And I mean, every single face was just fixated Mm. on what was happening. I mean, it was, uh, and, and, you know, for, for people that haven't experienced this yet, first of all, they have to experience it, Mm -hmm. but 
I mean, I've seen Cirque du Soleil, I've seen yeah. Broadway, I've seen, you know, the big magic shows in Vegas and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, every bit as entertaining and bringing the, the LED screen that you guys utilize. I mean, how, how long has that been in place? That is new this year. This okay. is the first year we've done that or used that kind of technology. It's been projection. So is prior. Jesus the first show that utilizes mm-hmm. that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I'm assuming that's now a mainstay for every... Every, uh, well, not necessarily. Okay. I mean, that's that's the cool thing about the creative team. It's not just let's use technology for technology's sake, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's a new thing. Let's find a way to use it everywhere. Yeah. They're very disciplined around what advances the story. Mm. And so the next production that we're working on is going to be a little bit different stylistically and how it's staged in a way that we're like, we actually don't need the screen for that show. It doesn't make sense for the way that one's going to be portrayed. Interesting. But I'm sure there will be other ones in the future. I mean, it, right. it does lend an amazing dimensional effect yeah. that really helps draw you into the story. And that's why we used it. The hard part was being disciplined to dumb it down that it wasn't just about the screen. Mm. So I think we use it at like 7% of its brightness. It's <laughs> like <we> really <laughs> minimized yeah. that. So it wasn't an obvious glaring in your face effect. It's more subtle, but also like, whoa, does that keep going? Like, could I walk up on the stage yes. and just keep going? Yeah, I mean, completely, completely has that, uh, has that effect. What about for you, your CEO here of a very successful, cutting edge, really media experience, mm-hmm. gospel driven media experience? Mm-hmm. You know, when you were out here cutting the lawns, was that in your head? <laughs> were you looking at the up at the CEO office going, this uh, is going to be no. me someday? <laughs> Anything but I'd okay. say it was it was more like, um, you know, what's what's in front of me to do? Right. It's it's like, hey, here's an opportunity. Cool. OK, yeah, I can do that. And then it's that process of not not please. None of us have perfectly lived this out, but our hearts are after living out Proverbs three, five, and six, truly to trust him with all of our hearts and let him direct our paths. And so the, I mean, the role I play is just one of 650 ish amazing roles and amazing people. I'm just called to sit in the seat today. That's the season that we're in the way the team you're seeing out here does their roles. The people we saw on stage, the ushers who greeted you, like we, we believe we're each called here for this moment in this season. And who knows what the next one will be, but it's that whole idea of like, we're clay vessels, right? Mm. Lord's like, Hey, this is what I crafted you to do for this moment in time. Awesome. That doesn't make me any more valuable in the kingdom than this vessel that he has yeah. to do something else. It's more, you know, for us, we're trying to judge success on, are we obeying? Right. <laughs> Not even on the ultimate result, but are we obeying? To the kid mowing lawns this summer yeah. outside or somebody, you know, as a, as a stage hand, what sort of principles would you, or advice would you give to them? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just looking at what you've utilized over your career, mm-hmm. uh, for them to be able to continue, not just climbing a ladder, but developing their heart in the process. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say this, like we view the core of any success we've had has been birthed in relationship, first relationship with the Lord, active, dynamic day by day. And then also with each other. Like the the health of the culture is based on the health of relationship. So the earliest age, the more you can cultivate connection with others, truly loving others, loving them like you love yourself and being toward them. I can't think of anything more important. I mean, that's, that's the fruit we see because when you live in that way, you create this just spirit of oneness, which is kind of what the body's supposed to be Yeah, led by the head, right? By Christ. So having ears to hear, eyes to see what he's directing but loving each other as we love him. That's, that's the game. It mm. doesn't get better than that. I mean, that's to me, that's how we can live some heaven on earth. That's good advice. I want to touch on this because I think it's, it's part of the history here. This was all lost at one point. Yeah. 
what happened? Yeah. So back in 1997, we had a fire. It would have been the, uh, our main theater at the time on the same location. And we lost the entire theater, our offices, half of our production facilities, and most of our set pieces. Wow. Um, so almost everything. And at the time, our founders had to really seek the Lord in prayer to say, is this it? Like, it's been a great run. Do we keep going? You know, do we collect the insurance money and retire? Mm -hmm. And to their credit, they didn't have peace to do that. They felt like this is a calling that's not meant to end now. So they put everything on the line, literally, and had to secure funding and miraculous ways how the Lord provided to rebuild a theater from scratch, which became this theater, which opened back up then in fall of 1998. Or, yeah, 1998. Wow. Wow. I know that some of this is proprietary and you can't probably tell us everything, but what is next for sight and sound? Well, I would say this, this is what I can say definitively. Uh, next is we are committed to continuing to tell the stories of Christ and the gospel as effectively as we possibly can. And whether that's on stage, whether that's through, um, you know, movie theaters, we've started that experiment last year of taking a show that's live on stage, filming it, putting it in movie theaters. Um, it doesn't matter to us how the gospel gets out. We just want to be a part of telling his stories. So that much I know, and we're committed to doing it with excellence. Um, what forms that could take, what other locations he might have in store, only he knows. Our job, again, is to be obedient, right? To have ears to hear and uh, see what he says. Love it. Love it. Matt, I want to thank you for your time. Thank you. For uh, those uh, viewing or, or listening today, if people want to check out a show, mm -hmm. where can they go to do that? Easiest way is to go to our website, which is simply site-sound.com. And check us out either here in Lancaster or in Branson, Missouri. Lancaster, Pennsylvania or Branson, Missouri. Mm -hmm. And Branson right now is the, the Samson show is what's correct. Running? Okay. Yeah. And how long does that run for? That runs all year. So that'll run through the end of December. I'm going to have to make it to that one now. So Definitely. it's going to happen. So awesome. <laughs> Matt, thank you so much for your time. I thank really you. appreciate it. Best of luck here to Sight South. Thank you. Likewise. All this month on the Lucas Miles show, I'm going to try something new that I'm calling the Lucas Miles motivational moment of the week. And here it is. Let's talk for a second about distraction. The Bible says in Philippians 2, 3 through 4, it says, Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of us look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Recently, I was in Los Angeles doing a photo shoot for some of our social media. And while we're taking pictures, we hear in the backdrop of the city, a siren, a lone ambulance zipping down a road a couple streets away from us. At that moment, my world was fine. I was safe, secure, happy, enjoying my day, while someone somewhere may have been experiencing the worst day of their life. See, it's easy to get distracted by our world, to think that what is in front of us right now is all that matters. But in reality, there are essentially 8 billion other things that matter, and that is people on this planet that matter just as much as we do. I want to encourage you to open your eyes, see the world around you, not just yourself, and let's do what we can do today to make it a better place. And now, back to our show.
Katie, you're holding out on me. I we tried. <laughs> we tried to tell you. I didn't know. I really I didn't know. I just didn't understand what was happening. Yeah. Um I was telling somebody here earlier today that, you know, there's when you know, growing up in the church, mm-hmm. hearing Christian stage play, media, there's an instant association in yeah. my mind and you guys shattered that completely for me. Um so impressed by you know, the, the use of technology, the, the visuals, the, 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 the character and life that you guys brought to Jesus. Incredible. What's it like being part of this? I mean, you guys are, you guys are making magic every night and, and touching hearts. What is that experience like for you? Yeah. Um, it's a little bit overwhelming and honestly, it's almost as hard to describe as the show itself. I think there are so many moving parts, so many people that come together to bring these stories to life. And these stories are, you know, they're timeless. Like they've been around for thousands of years. So our opportunity to tell them in a different way is a gift and one that we definitely don't take for granted. Yeah. It really felt like, you know, I mean, if, if I'm going to make a story or a, or a play about Moses, Mm -hmm. then it's easy to start and go look at Charleston Heston's 10 commandments and pull from these things. But it it felt like your team sat down and said, okay, let's forget everything we know about the story and approach it new. Right. Um, how do you, cultivate that atmosphere here amongst the staff? I think for us as a whole, and I'll speak for myself, it's seeing ourselves in the characters themselves. I think so often, especially if you grew up to your point, if you grew up in the church, these Bible characters, they're up on pedestals. Like it's Moses and Jonah and all of these, you know, Jesus, of course, but the disciples, Peter, James, John, and to recognize through diving into the story that at the end of the day, they were people and they messed up and needed second Mm -hmm. chances. And they um, had days that they didn't believe in themselves and needed someone else to believe in them, that they didn't know who they were outside of the Lord. So being able to recognize that they were people just like us, they really lived these experiences. And there's nothing like being around the stories that's being developed and the show itself, and then seeing it on stage and kind of sitting there often during rehearsals going, oh my word, I'm so much like that person. I do that. I feel that. And I think for all of us coming together as believers, but recognizing that outside of Jesus, we're, we're not, we don't got much going on for right. us, you know? And it's because of him, how he designed us, how he created us, that we have something to offer. So all of us coming together, recognizing that we get to just play the part that we get to play, yeah. just like the Bible characters did in in their lives. And that's you know, I think that's a big piece of it. You know, I grew up in one of these churches that had like the, um, the, the walkthrough nativity mm-hmm. thing that we yeah. did. And it was like the biggest one around and, you know, it was thousands of people every year would go through it. Yeah. And, you know, but there was stuff that we probably were dreaming of like, wouldn't it be cool if we could do this? Yeah. And you guys have done, you guys have <laughs> done, done that and then some, <laughs> yeah. you know, on, on such a major level. I enjoyed today and thank you very much for the tour, mm-hmm. um, earlier uh, I enjoyed the tour almost as, as much as the show. I mean, there's, there's so much more going on behind the scenes here that yeah. you don't get to see as an audience member. Now, how many employees do you guys have at this location roughly? Here in Lancaster, we have right around 450 employees. Okay. Yeah. And you have the Branson location yeah, as well. Yeah, which is about 225, somewhere okay. in there. Yeah. All right. No, it's true. And I mean, if we could sell tickets to the backstage experience, I think we would. Unfortunately, would yeah. the wing space is not yes, quite allowed for right. it. There's a little too many actual moving parts and camels and, you know, things that happen back there. But it is, it's a whole orchestrated effect, uh, orchestrated uh, organization 
organization, not just behind the scenes on the stage itself, mm-hmm. but in our production spaces. You got to see it from the costume designers to yeah. the graphic artists. And and I think the thing that makes us unique, unique, especially as a production company, is that we have the opportunity to do it all in-house here together. So our costume designer is rubbing elbows every single day with our lighting designer. We're talking about scenes for the show with the story team. Um, everyone gets to bring their vision and play the part that they play, the thing that they get to bring. We get to do it all together in a very collaborative way, which I don't think is done, especially in the theatrical sphere, uh, very often the way we yeah. get to do it. You know, I mean, I'm sitting there with my pastor hat on, with my with my writer hat on, with my you know film producer hat on, and then, you know, f- whatever my hosting journalism, you know, hat on <laughs> that I wear here is. And the, you know, I mean, there were so many boxes checked in every one of those categories for me that were just done, you know, mm-hmm. really, really well. And, you know, as a producer, I spent a lot of time in Hollywood sourcing, you know, costuming and, and sets and props and all that. And I mean, you guys have, uh, you guys have a setup here that would rival a lot of the bigger studios mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, what they have. I mean, I've, I've done backstage tours that I won't even mention their names, but, you know, <laughs> don't want to get myself in trouble because I want to go back to those places if I can. <laughs> right. But I, I've done tours at a lot of major, mm-hmm. major studios that are iconic locations. And, you know, what you guys have here in-house is just incredible. And I mean, my guess is that um, there's a lot of people that don't even realize, you know, the, right. what is, what is actually going on to put on the show. Yeah. So. I mean, the hope is that they don't realize, right. Cause yes. when it just feels like this seamless magical thing yeah. that happens, that's what you want the experience mm-hmm. to be. But it is, um, an incredible undertaking, you know, four years for each show, a lot of research that goes into it, obviously a lot of prayer, but, um, yeah. Um, how many people do you guys have that go through, uh, each year? Uh, we have, between both locations, we welcome about 1.5 million people through our wow. doors every year. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. And the Jesus show that's here now, it'll mm-hmm. be going on for, it's two years long. Yes. It runs through the end of this year. We take a little break in January and February, uh, have downtime kind of rehab, anything that needs rehab to reopen again next March. And that'll run through October of next year. Awesome. Yeah. To our, to our viewers, as well as our listeners, go see this. I'm telling you. Like, this is not a light recommendation or a recommendation because I'm here. This is an experience that's going to change the way that you see the story. And it sounds like, and I'm sure you are doing that for a lot of people. And so thank you for your effort in really telling the gospel in a a new way. Thanks, Lucas. Absolutely. Thanks. Appreciate it. Appreciate being here. Thank you. Did you enjoy this episode? We'd love to hear your thoughts. Mention and tag us in a post on your favorite social media site, and we might just retweet or share it with our entire audience. And as always, you can find us on Twitter at, at @lucasmiles or on Instagram at, at @mr.lucasmiles. That's M R Lucas Miles. Thanks for listening. Today's program has been brought to you by Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University is Arizona's premier nonprofit private Christian university committed to educating the next generation. Find your purpose at GCU where advanced technologies drive education. Visit gcu.edu.